many necklaces in the collection, but this one is really it, the size uh, is uh, very bold. Uh, also, the colors, uh, beautiful patterns. Um, yeah, when we got a hold of beading and all that goes with it, uh, we ran with it. For the feature of the week, we're going to get to the crux of the matter. You're listening to Coco Pa Now. Joining us, Ulysses Heredia, Cocopa Museum curator, Joe Rodriguez, Cocopa Museum director. And for the feature of the week, we're going to get to the crux of the matter, gentlemen. It's the beaded cross. Ulysses, tell us about this unique item and about how it came to your collection. Well, uh, it started in the 1980s. That's when uh, the records uh, show that it was made by a Cocopa elder. Uh, Mel Cocopa Elder. Um, this is, I don't know, it caught my attention. Uh, there's many necklaces in the collection, but this one is really it, the size. Uh, it's uh, very bold. Uh, also, the colors, uh, beautiful patterns, uh, shapes, figures. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's just very like uh, in intricate, and um, the craftsmanship is really. Uh, it's awesome. Um, what else? Um, we wanted to show something different, and I think that uh, this is a beautiful piece. It is. And Joe, tell us about the design, the construction, and actually the history of beadwork when it comes to Cocopa. Well, beadwork came in came uh, to our tribe, Cocopas, uh, around the middle of 1870s, and uh, all the Passers buys and vendors, and uh, yeah, when we got a hold of beading and all that goes with it, uh, we ran with it, and that became a big part of our culture where people, men and women, uh, build, uh, would uh, use beads to make all kinds of things. And I believe it was in um, uh, the 1989. Uh, February issue of uh, Arizona Highways that states that uh, we're we're so deep into beading that if you stood still long enough we can put beads on you and so <laughs> that was that, that seems true because we have a lot of bead workers here uh, this particular necklace is uh, made by a loom which is a large uh, wood or a metal uh, frame Either they will put in nails so that we can separate the, the, the thread from each other so they're in rows. And if not, they'll use a, a different, they'll use a spring. So the, the spacing between the springs would hold the thread. And they would lay a row of beads in and thread it through and repeat it and change colors as they go along to create designs. And uh, it's quite interesting. The looms come in different sizes. They could be up to three feet, sometimes you know, much larger than that, or they can come smaller. We used to sell the small uh, wire loom in our gift shop uh, some years ago, but uh, it's still still done today. When you anytime you see a flat necklace uh, or a, a bracelet or a hat band that's similar uh, to this, it's, it was made on the loom. It's a lot. A lot, uh, a lot of work goes into it, especially uh, uh, the design of it. You know, you have to be consistent in your pattern. So when you go around and you finish it off, it has to match uh, like a, a bookmark, uh, 
mirror image of it. So, uh, so that's that's the hard part in trying to put it together and making sure that all the patterns are consistent, colors are consistent, bead size are consistent because that's sometimes can be an issue. Sometimes beads aren't um, uh, perfect and they have their irregularities, and so uh, they can make the necklace be out of shape, lumpy, or uh, zigzagged, and so those are things that they have to do. When you see a thousand beads in the little bowl and they're stringing them, you have to make sure that the beads that they pick are uniform, and with, without that uniformity, the piece that's done at the end will have um, its little, uh, little uh, disfigurations in it. So. It takes a lot of work, not just, you know, you can't just go and do it and be done and have this type of work done. It's not a factory. No. It's not a factory. No, line. this is all hand done and a lot of work, a lot of hours put in. And so it's uh, all of that together is a piece of art. Some years ago, we did a story with a Cocoa by Elder who does beadwork. And she had told us at the time we were doing the story that these patterns are carried down by memory. Yeah. That they're carried down my memory. This isn't isn't a, a blueprint. That this is actually things that people remember, and they pass it on and pass it on and pass it on. So this has been now two centuries. Yeah, About two centuries. Yeah, keeps going because you know they remember they remember how uh, their past uh, family members uh, have created and made these particular designs, and they remember it how it was done and the shape and the form and and it, yeah, it goes down from generation to generation. Is this on display right now at the museum? Uh, no, but we have other uh, jewelry pieces that are on display. And uh, we were, um, you guys were uh, talking about uh, history, um, but um, in the Cocopa case, uh, history is passed through uh, talking about it. There's not really a, a written, any written records. I mean, if uh, we have the uh, opportunity of finding an uh, object like this. Uh, yes, you can uh, see the the patterns, and they are passed that way. But um, but it's it's rare also to to have these objects passed. Yeah, definitely, because like with uh, with this particular uh, necklace uh, has a cross uh, shaped uh, added to it. It's a little bit more difficult because. You know, like I mentioned earlier, it being on a loom, loom is one straight line, and it's brought over to connect it. But this one has that intersection that uh, has to take on a, another another type of way of uh, in connecting that. So much different. Whereas other other pieces, they'll have fringes on the bottom, loops, strands uh, with different colors, and or adding, um, you know, just to and. Some of these I've seen some uh, some of these uh, beaded uh, necklaces where they go make them very wide, so it can be thin, it can be wide. The wider, the more creativity is involved in designing. You can have all kinds of different things inside in them, in the patterns and mixed in. Not not so much symmetrical like we see here, but they can have asymmetrical. They can have flowers or names. So I have a I have a belt. Uh, one of my aunts had made and has uh, my last uh, was made for my dad that has our last name on it. So it's uh, it was the font was amazing how it was done. It was just I said this is a lot of work done on the loom. It was a lot of painstaking, just the, the details to it. Cocopa now is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and all major platforms. 
For a free electronic monthly newsletter, go to Cocopod.com and in the upper right-hand corner, click on the newsletter subscription tab. And to watch Cocopod Now video podcast, head over to YouTube and check out Cocopod Now.